So the first question we have to ask when we're talking about the corporate gathering of the church is, why do we gather? We gather to cultivate practices that restore and restory us as whole people in cooperation with the spirit. That's why we gather. We gather to cultivate practices that restore and restory us as whole people in cooperation with the spirit. Now, that sounds all nice and dandy and everything, but couldn't we just do it on our own? Couldn't this be um, just sort of a private, uh, not even a minivan, a you know smart car kind of situation? Well, no, we practice together, first of all, because the New Testament tells us to, uh, but we practice together because knowledge is embodied and it is embedded. Non-knowledge of God, our faith is embodied. Faith, um, we are, we've been arguing in, in Forge that faith is maybe more similarly or most syn- synonymous, most synonymous with the word allegiance. Faith is a change of allegiance from the domain of darkness to the domain of light. Now, this is pretty far cry from what I grew up hearing about faith in youth group, um, and I'm sure some of you can relate to that as well. And I think that the reason that we have this tendency or have had this tendency to think of faith as just kind of this internal cognitive ascent sort of thing or, or issue of the heart, this, this private um, you know, journey in our own vehicle, um, we have, I think we've gotten to that place because we have a tendency to see the physical domain and the spiritual domain as separate. There's separate domains and they have very little bearing on one another. Problem is that's not what the new Testament teaches. In fact, above all, it's not what the gospel teaches. The resurrection, if nothing else should serve to show us that the spiritual domain and the physical domain are deeply interconnected. You're deeply interconnected. And so faith is both an awakening that happens within us when we are captivated by this new view of reality, the only true reality that God is for us and loves us. Um, and it's also, faith is also the practicing of allegiance to that reality. Put another way, if the physical world and the spiritual world are interconnected, that means that changed hearts produce changed hands. Changed hearts produce changed hands. Our allegiance must be practiced not only with our heart and our mind, kind of the internal, but with the other tension point in harmony with the external, with our bodies. So let's think about this. How do I use my body to practice allegiance um, to, um, to the domain of light? Well, I get out of bed to read the word. I get up early. That is using my body. I still my heart and mind for prayer. That actually is kind of visceral if you've ever tried to do it. I practice self-control over big feelings. That sounds like it is only um, an internal reality, right? Or a spiritual reality, something in my heart and my mind. But if you've ever had feelings that are big enough, that they want to explode, you know that practicing self-control over big feelings is as much physical as it is mental. It's as much physical as it is mental. 
Now, I also um, practice my allegiance by giving of my body to others, right? In marriage, in parenting, um, even just in the simple act of moving into an uncomfortable situation. Uh, there's, a, there's a visceral reality of anxiety when I'm uncomfortable um, or when I know I don't look like the others or when I am anxious to leave or I'm tired of this and I want to go and yet I choose to continue to be present out of um, service to, to somebody else. There's also a giving of my body to somebody else as I choose to listen and not to speak or even just the simple act of being present with people who are different than me going into their world, using my body to serve them in some ways. So we practice um, our allegiance with our bodies, but um, it's also important to, to notice that our bodies are not simply vessels of doing. They're also containers of knowing. Our bodies know things, or means of knowing, I should say, not containers. Our bodies are also means of knowing. Our bodies know things. We know that they know things about football, piano, gravity, eating, brushing teeth, etc. How many times do you do things on autopilot? How many times have you driven away on autopilot and thought, wait, did I close the garage door or did I turn off the stove? Did I brush my teeth this morning? Maybe that one's just me. Um, but if our bodies know things about this physical domain, don't they also know things about God? How do we grow in that knowledge of God? The same way we grow in our knowledge of sports or music, we practice. Now, it might not always feel like something is changing. Sometimes when our muscles grow, we do feel it, right? We feel sore. We, we you know, feel like we've had a good workout. Sometimes we end a session of a sports practice or practicing piano, and it doesn't feel like anything has changed at all. But what we know is that little by little, by continuing to practice, we teach our bodies to orient around the kingdom, and we learn from our bodies how to do so. So we gather um, corporately to practice our allegiance and to restory both our heart and our hands, both our hearts and our hands. Faith um, is not only belief, it's a practice, but faith is also not only a practice, it's a belief. So our hearts and our hands must go together in this practicing. Otherwise, um, we turn to the practices of our corporate gatherings like magic tricks to earn favor with God if we neglect um, the relationship and the destination that is their goal. So that is why we gather um, to, to practice together because we are um, knowledge of God. Faith is embodied, but we also practice together because knowledge of God is embedded. It is both embodied and it is embedded. So what does embedded mean? Well, um, we have this tendency, I think, in sort of Western church or again, maybe highly Americanized, um, to look at faith as being very individualistic and not just faith, but also knowledge of God. So we think that, um, whatever we need to know about God and about the Bible, you know, that we need to do it for our own selves. And there absolutely is a positive note to that. Um, we do need to know for our own selves. There is absolutely positive, um, meaning behind sort of the inductive Bible study of the, the push for us to, um, not make it on our own, but to see it on our own, right? 
But at the same time, while we need to read the Bible for ourselves, we never read the Bible by ourselves. I would never be able to know all the things that I am teaching you without the knowledge of others. Without all of this, this is a this is a tall bookcase of books full of other people's knowing that I am dependent on and I am shaped by. And I'm hoping that in the course of Forge, you too are being shaped and formed and affected and impacted by the knowledge of others, not just me and Kyle, but the knowledge that we're bringing in with us. Knowledge of God is highly embedded. It is embedded in a community. Now, if we know that that's true cognitively, right, we know that we have to rely on other people's knowledge um, to for more facts, for more ideas, for more perspectives. Isn't that also true in the other aspects of faith, the other aspects of practicing our allegiance? Not only the information kind of knowledge, but the spiritual and practicing embodied daily, day in and day out kind of knowledge. So downstairs in my garage right now, um, Margaret is uh, tumbling rocks. And so she put all of these different rocks that were sharp and pointed and rough into a rock tumbler. It's like a little, little wheel. And she turned it on and it just goes, it goes like this. And by all being thrown together and letting their sharp edges rub on one another, they are being smoothed and polished. And what will eventually come out as they all rub on one another and share what they have one with the other is this beautiful, polished, glossy version of one another. Not that we're trying to become glossy versions of ourselves. We are trying to become the best versions of ourselves, not for our own sake, for our good and for the glory of the Lord. Um, we all have something to offer to one another. And this isn't simply a, um, a cognitive thing. This is a coming together and sharing what we do have on maybe a, um, I think we're all kind of familiar of the idea of iron sharpening iron and maybe challenging one another as a way of kind of that rock tumbler example. Um, but on a positive note, sometimes what we have to offer to one another is less a criticism or a challenge or a piece of information. And sometimes it's just believing for them when they can't believe. I've been through some seasons of suffering lately and walked with some friends through some seasons of suffering. And if you have been through that, you probably know um, and have experienced that sometimes it's hard to go to church. It's hard to uh, participate on a Sunday gathering when your life is upside down. It's hard to walk in and to hear people singing all these positive, great things about God when you don't feel them. It's hard to, to hear about how God is so good, how he is so faithful when everything feels exactly the opposite. But it's in those moments that we still gather together because in those gatherings, even when I cannot sing, I let someone sing for me. 
when I cannot believe, you believe for me. You can believe on my behalf that everything will be okay, even when I'm struggling to acknowledge that for my own self. So sometimes what we have to offer to one another is not only a sharp edge um, to help smooth them out, but it's a lifeline. It's belief. It's singing. It's being there. Um, It's holding fast to them when they are struggling to hold fast to the Lord. We were all created not to be consumers, but to be contributors. And so together, when we gather corporately and we offer what we have to one another, we practice restoring, restoring, and restoring each other as whole people. We're not going to um, service professionals. We're not getting a little bit of fuel and being retooled. We're bringing what we have that we might all and what we have to contribute, practice our allegiance together. 